0: Here comes
1: the here comes you don't really Welcome everybody back to the Moneyline Madness Podcast, episode sixty eight here on a Wednesday morning. I'm here, I'm Andy B. I'm here with Maddie See, you. how we doing?
0: Yes, sir, big vibes, big vibes. Um coming off a nice Yankees win last night. Another Aaron Judge home run. Um he's just making his case for that American League MVP more and more, you know, prominent by the day. I mean, fifty-one home runs, and it's not September yet. Unheard of numbers, honestly. Yeah. Really, the best. I'm gonna go ahead and say it: the best hitting season since Bonds. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. I, I really think he is in that caliber right now, and it's just it's incredible to watch.
1: Yeah, I believe he's at that point. I know a lot of people have said a few different things about Shohei Ohtani, maybe winning it. I- I tend to believe Judge deserves it. Doesn't mean he's going to get it. Baseball writers seem to have this little fangirling moment whenever they see Shohei hit and pitch. So I can't really say that. It's a guarantee he's going to win it. And I, I can't believe that because the guy almost has 50 What he has fifty home runs now. So And it's not even September yet. So it's, yeah. it's a it's an amazing season he's having. And it's going to be awesome when he's in that orange and blue next year.
0: Ah, oh, disgusting comment <laughs> right there. Disgusting Did you see way it the game off.
1: yesterday? Somebody had a Judge Mets jersey. I Did, couldn't. That, believe that's it. hilarious. Who buys that, that is Who... really
0: funny. That that's like you go there with the sole purpose of trolling.
1: Oh, Double R, how's 100%. it going,
0: man? Hope you're having a good morning. Ready to uh, talk some football because we're we're gonna be talking some more fantasy. Um, I had a draft. Um, obviously two nights ago, and I- I'm still just thinking about how fantastic I made out in in these picks and just some of these guys just flying under the radar. So uh, we definitely want to highlight that because going into the season, there's so many, I I really am a big fan of a lot of these guys in terms of second year players that I really think are going to have a breakout year. So um, Andy, you got anybody off the top of your head that you're, you know, dialing in on when it comes to fantasy
1: football this year. There's somebody that I am a little upset. I didn't get, and I'm, Offered a trade yesterday, but I have a feeling that the person that has him won't be making that trade is Michael Pittman. I think he's a bona fide. He's already a number one. He's proven he's a number one. He had, I believe it was his second year last year, right? I think he's a third-year player now. And and now he has a better quarterback there. So I think that Michael Pittman's a guy that, like, you're going to look at him probably putting up 20. 20.
0: <laughs> Double R says, what's the podcast schedule? That way I don't call the cops when you're missing in the mornings." <laughs> Truthfully, we're looking at uh, come football season, probably more likely than not, we're looking at like a Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday type of type of vibe. Yeah,
1: you probably know? some so, afternoons in there too.
0: Yeah, so gonna... yeah, definitely, it's going to be uh, a little switched up, but nothing too crazy. We're yeah. still coming with these early mornings, and um, yeah, we're still going to be at it nonstop multiple times a week. So oh, for yeah. any updates, you know, we will definitely be putting it out there for you guys just to uh, keep you all in check as well. Love the consistency, boys. Great content. Hey, we appreciate you, my man. Always Thank trying you. to come with that consistency because that's really what gets it done around here. Hell yeah! You know that—that's what makes it grow, and that's—that's that's the goal here at Most Sports. Just being consistent. And, you know, one percent better every day, it Hell makes a yeah. dream work. So I got another guy for you, and uh, we had discussed him actually a little bit last night on Most Sports TV, and. That is the running back from Buffalo, James Cook. Obviously, you're familiar. Oh, yes. You are extremely I, familiar. I familiar. You know, you're, you're Georgia boy. Um, t- talk to me about him because the way that Simo was talking last night, he thinks that he's going to come in and just take the starting role come week 3-4 oh, well, he... from both Singletary and Zach Moss.
1: He probably should. He's the best of those three. James Cook, I believe he was like a third or fourth round pick, and I thought if he stayed another year, I don't know if he could. I think he was a senior, but... Um, he, he was his first round talent. I mean, he's, he's a great receiving back. The perfect person to say he is the perfect, uh, comparison would probably be Aaron Jones. He runs a lot like him and he's a great receiving back. And that's a good guy. He to catches be
0: com- a lot of passes compared out of
1: yeah, he had a big catch, I know, in the Orange Bowl against Michigan that was, I think, a touchdown from, like, it's a 75-yard touchdown. He was, yeah, he's amazing. He's He definitely should be a starting running back in this league, and I think Buffalo is going to be an amazing place for him because, I mean, they don't have one. I mean, I love Devin Singletary, but he's a best-of-backup who shares carries. James Cook runs with a lot of energy, so.
0: Yeah, I'm not yeah. a big Devin Singletary guy, but I, I just don't want to act like Zach Moss isn't existing in that backfield because going into him last season – I was pretty high on him.
1: He got I hurt thought a lot. that
0: he he did. But now we're seeing him he's getting a lot of the goal line touches and he had, he just had two touchdowns in that that preseason game. So
1: hmm. I don't take I, anything that happens in preseason seriously. Nah, I mean no. I I think to some I mean, you extent saw yesterday. I got to give you some respect of, you of saw him yesterday being a course What was it? I think 800 players were cut in the last 2 days. Those were the guys that were playing like those were the guys that were on the field most okay. of the time in the okay. preseason.
0: Fair enough. So we're, we're riding with the James Cook wave. In terms oh, yeah. Of, uh, oh, yeah. I'm you know, a huge, him obviously.
1: Obviously, I, I watched a lot. of i watched every game he played, too, and he was amazing. There's a lot of guys like that that Georgia had come out that are actually underrated. I think they have another one that are, is on the Raiders, is Amir White. Yeah. And they have a, unfortunately, he's going to be behind a starting running back, Josh Jacobs.
0: He's another one that, in uh, sense, honestly... But yeah.
1: Uh, had I had
0: on my list, and I I, I saw Nick Or commented on some Facebook post yesterday as well that he had Zamir White, and honestly, yeah. it was kind of shocking that Josh Jacobs didn't get cut yesterday, in my opinion, or last night.
1: I think I think they don't know yet with Zamir. I think he's going to be great. Obviously, he should be great, but I think once you know Zamir White's going to be great, then you can get rid of Josh Jacobs, right? But even like they cut Kenyon Drake, which I thought was odd. I mean, Kenyon Drake was I would Drake cut, I would bad cut Josh year.
0: Jacobs instead. It, for Kenyon Drake, though, in my, opinion. I just don't think Josh Jacobs is
1: him. Kenyon Drake think at least wrong. offers a little
0: bit more out yeah. of the backfield. Like Josh Can... Jacobs is so one-dimensional in terms of running backs to me. Yeah. I just can't see him lasting in the league in another smaller. year.
1: He's also smaller. He's also smaller, which is it hurts him. Zamir White is yeah. I go look up a picture of that guy. He's a fucking monster. He's a tank. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's definitely Gibbon. So I have Zamir White right now on the back of my bench, just kind of stocked there.
1: On our in our league. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit.
0: Yeah. I yeah. was waiting until like yeah. week
1: I was waiting until like week three is like the around the time I think people will start kind of hearing a lot like Elijah Mitchell last year. Like I, you'll start was, to hear it him a couple weeks in and you I, already took him. So. I,
0: I was memeing a little bit. I was looking for players and I was gonna pick up Colin Kaepernick. Oh um my God. I did then, that last year. But then I just saw Zamir White and I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll be smart and <laughs> be logical. Hey, you know here. what?
1: It might look good. I did that a few years ago with Kareem Hunt. I traded for hey, him. My Green brother had drafted him for some reason. And I traded Jason Witten for him. Wow. One-on-one has flip. has
0: had a bunch of seasons where he just comes was, out. and It was his it, season. It was his first year. Oh, when the he was the season. Oh, okay. Insane.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, even that one year with Cleveland where he ended up taking over when Nick Chubb got hurt a little bit. Oh, yeah. I think that was last was year,
1: just, right? He asked for a trade this year. I say two
0: years ago. might have
1: been two years ago. He asked for a trade this year. He didn't get it. Did he? I was a little surprised. Um, I think it was Billy who drafted him. I'm not in on him. I, Kareem this year. No, like, he wanted neither, out. Really? So he's not going to be fully invested. To in a sense, and I think they have another running back, right? Didn't they draft somebody? Or am I wrong by that?
0: I got a lot. Uh, but... Well, they do have to Johnson, who is. So there you go.
1: They have they have a multi running back set with Nick Chubb, who's a workhorse who can literally get hit and it doesn't make an effect on him so i i really don't like the kareem hunt issue. i think he's a guy who might get cut by week four when you see he's not playing much not yeah. not cut by the browns but in fantasy he'll get cut um
0: i got i got another guy that i think could low-key make some noise because i i think tampa bay right now their backfield they're really it's just uncle lenny now they got rid of Rojo, so it's just it's mm. Leonard. I almost said Leonard Williams, you know, Leonard Fournette said, yeah. in the in the backfield, just taking all of those snaps by himself. Um, Rashad White, Rashad White. I don't know. It's R A C H A A D. I'm know sure it's Rashad still Rashad. Rashad.
1: My guess would still be Rashad.
0: Kid's gonna have himself a season. I, 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 I think, think he's so? gonna. I think he's gonna take a decent amount of snaps this year. Um, he was a third round pick, and he he. 220, here here I'm looking at 224 carries and 57 targets in 15 games with Arizona State last season. And, I mean, he he put up 182 rushes for 1,000 yards and 15 touchdowns as his rushing line while adding 43 catches for 456 yards and one touchdown in the passing game. Tom Brady adding a guy like that straight out of college is going to be dangerous. It's going to be dangerous.
1: I've been, I'm looking in, first of all, he's projected 95.9 points. I'd expect him to get a little bit higher than that. And he's only rostered in 11.8% um, of leagues. I, I could see it. I honestly could see him being like one of... Because every year you have somebody that comes out of nowhere and is like that guy. Like last year for me, it was Elijah Mitchell. I don't think anybody yeah. expected him to come out and just be... He was really good for a few weeks, then he got hurt, but... I think, and Javante Williams is kind of the same thing. I think he kind of came out of nowhere too. You you see that happen. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to be that. Years ago with Alvin Kamara, this and year. we, know, we know
0: Leonard Fournette. You know, isn't necessarily the most healthy of guys. That I mean, he's missed I think you two think? or three games every <laughs> season with just something. You know, some lingering injury. It always seems to happen. And hey, we saw the pictures of Leonard Fournette about a month ago. He was looking a
1: little beefy. I don't well, know. If he was. He necessarily- was very upset about. Everybody's saying he looked he beefy. He was. He was very upset. Look, I, I get upset when people call him. My girlfriend calls me beefy all the time because I'm a big guy. I, hey, I take it on the chin. If I don't want to be beefy, I'll work on it. So,
0: yeah. so Come and on. You actually, you look at the ESPN <laughs> player insight, the projection overview, and actually 26% of people have him over, like, booming over that 12 and half
1: point I, threshold. I think he's oh. one of those guys he can't bust because you don't have many expectations for him, right? Yeah. That's yeah, the kind no, of that's, feeling that's that's that I true. have. So it, Anything he does is a boom. Anything he doesn't do well is just okay, part of the course. Yeah, I have a, I have a guy. You're gonna be upset with me. And I think it was weeks ago, whenever you guys posted the clip of Mo and he said, "I don't have a problem with this guy." And I think you know, he said, "I don't have a problem with Carson Wentz." So I, I, I'm I'm a Carson Wentz hater. I, I I, I don't like. I could tell from the clip, just from your face. I have never been a Carson Wentz hater, although last year he did screw me over. He was my backup last year and he had to play one time. All he needed to do was play one time. It was one time he got he think he threw like three picks in the game. Like It was terrible. But this year, Ron Rivera, veteran head coach, good head coach, I think. Decent receipt pretty good receivers around him, actually. Terry McLaurin, obviously. Hopefully a running game with him. I know Antonio Gibson's been a little rough in preseason camp, and, they I said. Mean, but,
0: Brian Robinson actually got announced as the starter prior yeah. to getting shot. So. Hey,
1: and he, you know what? He doesn't I saw the pictures of him. He probably doesn't look like he's gonna play the first few weeks, just because he's, you know, it, it happens. Recovering, but, yeah, it, recovering. He gotta it happens. recover. It, it happens, happens to. We've all been through it. Um, but yeah, I think a better offense around him than he had. I mean, in Indianapolis, he had a great offense around him. Don't get me wrong, but he also wasn't. There was no depth in the receiver core. I think there's a little bit more in Washington and. I think also the fact that he is a veteran head coach who knows how to deal with that will help him. Think about the guys he's had. I mean, he had Doug Peterson, who everybody doesn't think is a very good head coach.
0: I lo- I don't mind Doug Peterson in Jacksonville right now, though. No, no, that's, that's good. But in but...
1: Philly, it kind of just faded after that Super Bowl. I mean, he couldn't it's stay dead. in Philly anyway. He was like, he could not physically, Carson Wentz could not play quarterback in Philly anymore after getting hurt, and then them winning the Super Bowl without him, that, that yeah. fucked him up mentally. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And then last year, I don't think Frank Reich's that good of a head coach in terms of offensive play calling, and I don't think that offense was really ready last year. You saw, I mean, he couldn't command that offense. I think Ron is going to get him ready for that. He's not a starter by any means mm-hmm. on a team, but I think Carson Wentz, he's not, he's not picked up in our league. I'll be honest. I thought about it. He was my second I guy. I got <laughs> Matt Ryan. But okay. he would be a nice backup to have if you have a quarterback that Maybe he has health issues or maybe struggles early. You pick him up, like, or if you you know Baker Mayfield's a guy like that. Maybe you want to pick him up. I know he's. I don't know if you saw the quote yesterday. He's used to be facing a this lot of week one.
0: And one of my good friends, Constantine, he has a, a Dynasty Dogs Fantasy Football podcast. Um, very knowledgeable when it comes to football. I trust Constantine with so many football takes all the time. He is very high on Baker Mayfield this season, and I. I don't know. I had mixed feelings because going into it, I was like, dude, Baker Mayfield is not going to do shit. And then he came to me the other night and he was like, man, I really like Baker going into this season. And I I asked him why. And he really thinks it was just Cleveland bringing him down.
1: I agree. I tend to agree that Baker will... I didn't like Baker in Cleveland. I didn't think that that team was good enough. But I I... look, everybody seems to improve when they leave Cleveland. Odell did. Odell was terrible in uh, Cleveland he wasn't getting the ball went to LA they won the Super Bowl because they had Odell like so it seems to just be a trend it's a lot like what it used to be with the Mets like guys would leave and they'd become stars like I kind of believe that that could happen for Baker if anybody who left Cleveland could turn into a star it's Baker Baker has everything but size to be a quarterback and we've seen that the size really doesn't get to him in anything he's done so and I think Hell, he's going to get every game this year. I don't think anybody expects him to get benched if he's struggling. He's going to get every game to start. Sam Darnold's not going to start for that team. So yeah, he'll get so his either. opportunity this year. So, yeah. And he has good receivers. I mean, he's DJ Moore.
0: That, yeah, he has DJ Moore. He has Curtis Samuel. They got Rob, uh, Robbie
1: Anderson, and they just picked somebody up. Who the hell did they pick up?
0: And they obviously have CMC fully healthy. They have Chuba Hoover, Hubbard as well. Um, I'm going to
1: look this up who they just... Because this is going to piss me off the entire episode if I don't remember who they got. Wide receiver-wise? They just literally... Somebody got cut. And they picked somebody up. Huh.
0: Interesting. But, I, I mean... Hey, I, I don't mind it necessarily. He's got pieces around him to, you know, make things happen. Oh, here we go. Got it. was They it? traded
1: for LaVisca Chennault. Good play LaVisca so you go. Okay. So, there you go. They have yeah. a pretty good receiving core there.
0: It's just pretty good or, like, a lot of mid? Well, like, I don't ter- know. Uh, DJ Terrence Moore is Marshall. legitimate
1: to me. DJ Moore is is great. I think LaVisca is a great playmaker. I think Robbie needs to prove himself again. He had a really rough year last year, but granted, Sam Darnold was his quarterback again. I couldn't be happy about that. And Terrence Marshall showed a lot last year That to, like, I know he's a tight end, but... So they, they, that is a pretty... You're right. Maybe they're mid right now, but their potential... They have the potential to be maybe the best. It's just so. Double
0: R says I don't think Baker's that guy. Some would say Baker held Odell and the Browns back. I don't see. I could agree with that. Is what? Like I really don't know. This season's going to determine so much because even you're you're talking about the Panthers and how they could be something. And I'm just looking at all of these guys. These are guys that didn't make it somewhere else, and they're all just looking for a resurgent season with the Panthers. Baker Mayfield, LaVisca Chennault, Robbie Anderson. Well, no,
1: I don't know if LaVisca's is that guy. LaVisca was just LaVisca was on the expected outside to have in. a
0: fantastic season last year. He got hurt, didn't he? No, I think he, he just did. couldn't catch passes. Well, like I said, like, he, draw- was, he had so he many drops
1: at, last year. We have to look at who these guys were playing with. Trevor Lawrence was terrible last year. Like he had no, didn't show anything to expect him to be a franchise quarterback, right? Did he? Like, I don't think okay, he I, did. I, so yeah. I think it that has to matter, right? Laviska is a good playmaker. We saw that with who the hell was this quarterback down in Jacksonville when he had that great season? Nick Foles, I think it was, or Gardner Minshew. Like he was playing well with Gardner. Yeah. So Gardner Minshew and Baker Mayfield are very similar players.
0: It's oh, so, just so much, so much mid flying around right now. Hey,
1: mid could be. You know what? Mid is a level down from great.
0: We'll see. We will see. <laughs> Double R thinks that Jarvis Landry could surprise people in New Orleans. They got yeah, a I'm decent. Off. They I'm got a decent. Head. um squad down there i mean obviously james winston's looking for a comeback player of the year type of season very highly touted by a lot of people as i who they think is gonna win that famous, yeah win that award uh michael thomas as well the only thing about jarvis landry he's just a little on the older side that's the only thing that really gets to me is that he's i think his best years were in miami and uh I mean, going to Cleveland really ages you, man. Like, he, he went from, you know, being a, a young buck to all of a sudden a few years in Cleveland, and now he's old and might be out of the league in a couple seasons.
1: They have a pretty decent depth-wise um, receiving core, too. I mean, I don't know if you count Chris Olave because he's a first-round I pick. absolutely do. I guess yeah. you'd count him even though he hasn't proven anything yet. Michael Thomas, who I'm looking Michael Thomas up right now on on Google search. I don't know who this picture is, but it's not Michael Thomas, the receiver. So, um, But they have Marquez Calloway. And I mean, Charlie, maybe if Trayvon he stayed Smith healthy, too.
0: he would, you know, earn his picture being on Google. But People might have forgot what he looked like, to be honest with you. Literally, easy. he doesn't been so he's never out there, so it doesn't, you know, if the shit is he unreal. He is the most
1: amazing story of, like, he literally got his contract and then we didn't see him for two years. Yeah. And he got paid. Yeah, like he got paid for that. And That's...
0: every every few weeks, he's just like, "Shit, what other?" He just looks up like a, a like a graph of like human anatomy, and he's like, "What part <laughs> he of ran me out is,
1: is he injured ran out right of now?
0: Like, what part of me can I pick to be hurt?" Like, it's I don't know. I'm I'm somewhat off the Michael Thomas wave right now, but eh.
1: damn. Eh, uh, I mean,
0: I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, I still think he has a decent season, but I'm not, you know, sitting here grouping him uh, in the top I've... five wide receivers anymore. Michael that Thomas? No, that. he's not
1: top five yet. He has to. I mean, he has the perfect quarterback for that though, because Jameis Winston loves to stack up stacks. Double Snap. R
0: says, I seen okay. a meme saying the Knicks paid 350 million for a mid three of Randall, R.J. and Brunson. I mean, can you Randall's can mid? Randall's the mid. Brunson's
1: pretty mid right now too, but like I said, it's on a step Brunson's from a good mid to great.
0: Like Brunson I think is like Brunson's a Hooper.
1: Is Everyone that though?
0: around the NBA is good mid. No, good isn't mid. So and RJ is good wrong. as well. Randall is mid, but RJ but and Brunson are not. compare that mid to other big 3. If you put I was going to say if you're comparing them as if they're a big yeah. 3, they're, they're, not mid- a
1: big nobody, they're not a big nobody 3. Nobody
0: nobody was a I don't if Julius Randall's part of any big 3, I don't want to be a part of that three, you know, yeah. like I don't want to be a fan of that. I don't, I, I want to in New York, but yeah. that's just, you know, that's just me. We'll, we'll touch on basketball in a little bit because we're yeah. going to talk to RJ contract as well, but I got another I guy love for that, you. Though.
1: The mid third. Yeah, it's a that great. Everybody, elite. everybody
0: just likes to just take a jab at the Knicks whenever they can. Right? Well, it's
1: easy when so- certain things it's happen.
0: It's low hanging fruit at this it point. Is. But um, I got one because we talk a lot about running backs, wide receivers being sleepers. You would just mention Baker as a potential quarterback being a sleeper, and
1: Carson Wentz. Don't forget Carson. Carson. Wentz. Yeah, I'm going for- to forget resurges. him. When I'm Carson Wentz has his it. resurgence, I want to go back to this episode and talk about it.
0: We, we definitely can. I got I got a guy for you that I think is going to be a sleeper. And I don't know. He, he had somewhat of an okay season last year, but I think this is where he really establishes himself. And that's Irv Smith, tight end for the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, I was decently high on him two years ago, but it was uh, a little contested over there with the tight end spot. And now this is the first year that he's really solidified himself as that guy. Kyle Rudolph has been gone now, and he's had a year in the system with Kirk Cousins to where now Kirk is trusting him a lot more. With Justin Jefferson getting the shine that he is, they're going to need a tight end to kind of take some of the pressure off of him, Dalvin Cook. Adam Thielen's getting a little older you know, now that we see Um, his injuries kind of piling up towards the end of the regular seasons the past two years. I I hate to say it. I love Adam Thielen. I'm a big Thielen guy. He can't stay healthy when it comes to the end of the regular season. And it just, it is what it is. In the NFL, you're so physically taxed that it happens, but they need to look elsewhere in terms of ball distribution. And I think Irv Smith is going to benefit a lot this year, especially from Kirk Cousins. So he's a sleeper for me in the tight end position. You can definitely get him. In the later rounds, I could actually probably tell you Irv Smith average draft position because it's definitely not that high. I mean, a lot of people I'm I'm seeing right now pick like 130 to one. Yeah, the consensus is around pick 150 to 175. So if you could steal him in some later rounds, I really think he's going to be up there with. Kyle Pitts in terms of production. I'm not that I high could see on that. I,
1: I, I could see, yeah, I mean we we went through this the other day. I, I'm not that big that high on Kyle Pitts either, but I think he's talented. I just don't think he has a team around him. Smith has that. So yep. I agree with you on that. The good thing the thing about Thielen getting hurt toward the end of the season, the Vikings don't play meaningful games toward the end of the season, so that really doesn't matter. But they have a, they have some depth that receive. I just needed to get that dig in there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, they have KJ Osborne too, so they have a pretty solid receiving core that he might be a guy where, if if Jer- Justin Jefferson has to miss a game, KJ Osborne Could comes a guy for... Right there. Slide yep. I think they drafted somebody, too. Did they? Yeah. I, I want to say this guy was just drafted. Jalen a- Naylor. Not Rager. Naylor. Josh
0: Naylor from the, uh, the Jaylen, Cleveland
1: Indians? Jalen.
0: Yeah. Jalen Rager? Oh, interesting. No.
1: Dude, can you believe he made the roster?
0: Barely. He barely but.
1: He's the 53rd guy. But then
0: Probably. JJ Arcega-Whiteside, who they traded away, gets cut by the the Seattle Seahawks.
1: Dude, they traded a sixth and seventh round pick for JJ Arcega-Whiteside, and then cut him. And you know what the the Cowboys got for Amari Cooper? A fifth round pick. They got about the same that yeah. was traded for JJ Arcega-Whiteside.
0: Yeah. Yes. So who's more like more of a dumbass, the Cowboys or the the Seahawks in that that scenario?
1: Gotta be the Cowboys, right? How can Cowboys you tra- all, like? How can you trade Amari Cooper and not get I value back?
0: Because they didn't want to give him the bag, and that's Jerry Jones well, being an old. He made bastard. twenty million, like,
1: yeah, but like, you don't have to. I guess if a team trades for a guy that they know isn't gonna play for a high contract, I guess you can't really get value back for that. But like, man, you gotta figure that out. That's a fifth round pick for a guy who's. I had him last year. I think on my team, he's, he's been. A,
0: he's been a Pro Bowler. Yeah. I, I mean. Double R says that Jalen Rager has actually had a great camp. Yeah, yeah. He has. And I, I which think I came on here camp? and mentioned him. Did I, I go mentioned to... that he he was part of, like, an offensive weapon that Jalen Hurts had. And he and absolutely out roasted on because... me. And it got well, clipped up because Jalen Rager apparently is not that guy. But I I, I I think young guys still have room to grow. And I think now with a quarterback like Jalen Hurts, who is looking to expand in his arsenal come year two.
1: I think he's just buried now. Like... Do you think be. he's getting any targets with those two? No. Like Devontae he might not, and he might
0: not be getting purposeful targets, but he might get targets being that when they're down 15 and th- AJ Brown and Devontae are both gonna be covered in, in that sense. I, I could see him kind of
1: getting some I, garbage, so garbage over read. the past over the past few weeks, it's we talked about the Packers receivers. Every time a receiver comes available, I'm like, let's go pick him up. Let's go if he's a veteran receiver in the league, I'm like, let's go pick him up. I did it the other day with Darius Slayton. I've done it with a lot of guys. I want every, I want anybody who can catch the football, right? I heard Jalen Rager might get cut, and somebody tagged the Packers in it. I wanted to, I wanted the guy to delete his Twitter. I, it's the one guy. If he got cut, I wouldn't want him. No, he's not good at football. Like, I don't like to be mean. I, yeah, but like he's he has struggled to catch for three years now. He has not yeah. been able to figure it out. So. Yeah. And yeah, he that has is a, this, that is a problem. This, The stain of being the guy they took instead of Justin Jefferson, too, which that sucks. He
0: he says he's going to be the main punt return, kick returner. He could potentially fit for the slot right between Pascal and Watkins.
1: No, not in. No, not on my fantasy team. You're you're not buying it. You're
0: Uh, not buying it. Hey, I mean, I don't don't think he's going to be great. but I I think AJ Brown and Devontae are going to be hounding those receptions from Jalen Hurts. I think. AJ Brown is a wide receiver one, and he is, uh, he's a guy that you build around in terms of an offense. So I I think that they're really going to utilize him a lot this season in terms of, he could be taking jet sweeps out the backfield. The guy is like 6'5". So, I mean, if they want to use AJ Brown in any sense of, you know, an offensive scheme, it probably means at the expense of Jalen Rager's, you know, time on the field. So.
1: If if there's a number three receiver in Philly, I think it's Pascal right now. Until I so Gregor well. proves he can catch. Right? And even
0: like, Sammy Watkins on the back end of his career. Like, oh, no, 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 that's not, not Sammy
1: Watkins. That's, that's not. Where's well. wait? Sammy wait, Watkins isn't. Sammy's in. He's on Sam's, our. He's our number like two receiver. Jesus, don't dude. do this. Oh today. my
0: God, I thought he was in a retirement home.
1: I wish he was in a.
0: God, what a journeyman career he had. I, dude, like... we
1: paid him four million guaranteed. Not even making the league minimum.
0: Dallas Goder is is a is a solid target as well. I, I do like Dallas Goder. I, like I have him in a fantasy league because I think he he could be finished, you know, and with a decent.
1: He's like decent one of the top five rece- uh, top five tight ends in the league right now. Yeah, I would say. because a, a
0: kid tried giving me Kyle Pitts last night in a deal for Dallas Goder and no. um James Conner, he I wanted
1: said, you oh, to give him more. Yeah, that kid. Yeah.
0: insane. no, nah, that's oh, really what I that said. I said insane. get out, get out of here. If you're man.
1: gonna make a trade for um. Goddard, you can't you can't make that deal for it. more. Like flip Pitts and Goddard, and you give me more. <laughs> like... Yeah,
0: yeah, Um uh, yeah. uh, I got another uh, little sleeper for you. And now uh, we had um we talked about him a little bit last night, and he's your boy. So I figured we'd bring him up. Now this isn't my sleeper because I'm not gonna sit here and claim him in case he shits the bed. But Simo was very high on Romeo Dubs last night.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um He literally I don't did you did you hear it? Did you hear it? I don't think
1: I was watching at that point the Mets game was on, so I think I was Oh
0: man. He said Aaron Rodgers really likes to make random receivers superstars, and he is picking Romeo Dubes to be that guy this season (laughs) that Aaron Rodgers chooses to turn into a random superstar.
1: Well, I'll say this. Devontae Adams was a third round pick. Okay. So there's no shame in counting on mid-round picks to be great or be good or whatever. But all I've heard of Camp is that Romeo Dubes has been great, but he's also had his troubles. He dropped some pass he shouldn't drop. Okay. Was he From the one that
0: A-Rod called out?
1: Yes, because he's a young guy. Um,
0: he was going so, off last night, apparently.
1: Yeah. Um... So the thing about that is, at this point, fantasy-wise, I considered Romeo Dupes because I do think he's going to be a very good player in the slot probably, maybe even wide out just because there just isn't any. And it was either him or Christian Watson who was our second-round pick, was our first receiver picked, and I chose Watson. But from a pure just football standpoint, the fact that Romeo Dupes I think that's how you say his last name. Is gonna be playing such a major role and impact.
0: Tells you enough about is the Packers. It's so
1: bad to me. It, yeah. It's such a negative to me because you we don't have, have not... to rely on rookies like that. You the, shouldn't. Yeah. If the Rams did it after winning the Super Bowl, cool. You lost Odell, go replace him with a rookie. That's fine. You won the Super Bowl. The Packers have lost in the playoffs three consecutive years in heartbreaking fashion. Mostly because their offense has sucked in the playoffs, solely in the playoffs, and now we're counting on rookies to turn into stars. In it's a just, a, it's season. just too much. It H- it's a lot. Yeah. It's unfortunate to me. That's why when yeah. I heard the name Romeo Dobbs, that's what I think of right now. I don't think of how the guy could be. I saw, I saw his highlights when he was in college. Looks like a good player. It looks like he could be a nice slot receiver, maybe in his career, maybe even more. A lot like Randall Cobb in that way. A little taller, but. It's just so hard for me
0: to to get excited
1: about that. That's why I said the other day to my dad, I was like, we're at dinner. And I'm like, I'm excited to talk football this year. But I don't know how excited I am for the Packers right now. Because I just don't know what I'm getting. Possibly a great team. Possibly a team who just can't move the football. So it's... Whenever I hear Romeo Dubs, I think the guy is gonna have to be a star with how much I've heard of him. So yeah, yep, yeah, he is the guy that Aaron called let out. Me, let is...
0: me ask you a question. Now, I had mentioned it last night. You guys are in need of a wide receiver. There's a guy sitting out there, Cole Beasley, not signed by an NFL team right now.
1: Yeah, and he fits the Packers' offense. So he does. I,
0: he would be a great Aaron Rodgers guy, some... in my opinion there are some you know controversies field, with yeah. him he's a very
1: he's vocal what would the word be he's very oh, not vocal even that he's a very his... controversial i don't know if controversial is the word polarizing polarizing be the word him and aaron would be very interesting together
0: i mean i in terms of on the field skills the guy can oh have yes the for sure and he is he a, he's a solidified slot receiver one of the better slot receivers in the game mm-hmm. and i think that We had mentioned it last episode. I think that, like, the Packers could have just handled this so much better. And they still can. You could still go get Odell Beckham for the second half of your season. You could still grab Cole Beasley at, you know, probably not a crazy price to fill
1: a gap. Probably league minimum at this point. But but remember what I said? I just said about the Rams. If the Rams were doing what the Packers were doing, it would be fine. The Rams got Allen Robinson. They're not trusting rookies. they want to win another one, he's trusted veterans. So, yeah, I agree with you. Cole Beasley would fit the team. I just don't know if the Packers want to continue on this run where their players love to be like Aaron loves to be outspoken and, and, well, within his right, he's a celebrity at this point. Yeah, I don't know if the Packers love continue that. that trend.
0: Yeah, because they're, kinda, they're like the Giants in a sense, where they're like, any type of spotlight that isn't about football, yeah. get it off of us. Like, you know? if
1: what happened to anybody else on the team last year, if it wasn't Aaron Rodgers, would that player still have been on the team? I mean, he went mm. through just so much crap. You yeah. had the lying about, well, not lying, he didn't lie, whatever, but you had the whole vaccine crap, and then you had all the other stuff. Like,
0: now he's popping Yerkes. Yeah, for he's games. popping perks, which you know. You know I know like, you're hey. in that
1: fantasy group chat. You heard what uh, my friend Josh said. He was like, How do you feel? I, I don't feel about it. He's popping perks. Good for him. Yeah, Honestly. I mean,
0: you know, it's It's not surprising. We no. talked about it last night. Dude, on, did on you the watch Sports that game yeah, live?
1: The game against the Bears. Remember that game against the Bears? He came out and was. He was hurt, and then he came out, and he looked like another person. And then after the game, he looked like he was on another planet. That was the game he was talking about. It happens. Yeah. Nah, I mean, listen. Lawrence
0: Taylor used to do crack cocaine before games. Who was on crack? Like, legitimately, Aaron Rodgers popping a couple, you know, painkillers before the games is not shocking to anybody that has been around sports for more than a few years. These guys, especially football, it is so physically taxing that – they probably can't last as long as they do no. even half the season. Aaron's without doing season any, you season know.
1: 18, I think now. I mean, yeah. this is, can you put up double R thing? I don't think I can, but um, oh, yeah, yeah. Packers don't like to bring in free agents. Packers don't like to bring in free agents. It used to be true. Now they still, they've been bringing in free agents. I mean, go look at their defense. They have Adrian Amos. They have Preston Smith. Their defense. I like Adrian Amos, is, honestly. Yeah, their defense is filled with free agents. The problem is they don't like to bring in receiver free agents. I mean, they traded for Cobb back last year. That was their biggest move last year. This year, they didn't sign anybody. They drafted a bunch of guys. It seems to be their receiving core is always drafted. They don't bring, They didn't bring in Odell. They didn't bring in Jarvis Landry when they had the chance, Holy Julio Jones this year. It doesn't seem like Odell is going to get a chance this year either. So, I mean, they don't seem to be a team that will bring in free agent receivers. Everywhere else on the roster, they have a free agent everywhere except I guess running back, but they, so that, that's just kind of, I don't know if it's, that they don't like to bring in free agents at all. They don't like to bring in receivers, which is extremely odd to me because it's the, it's the position where you could prove the most in a yeah. season. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. I got a question for you now. I, I just picked this guy up on, on one of my fantasy drafts last night. And I'm going to be honest. It auto-picked. I didn't, I was driving and I didn't, I didn't get to see... it was, I didn't realize that they were doing 45-second timer on these picks. Yeah, well, in the middle of minute. our draft,
1: and I paused the draft and made it 30 seconds because a few of you guys were taking a little too long. Yeah, I, I didn't
0: realize that uh, this draft was going as fast as it did. Yeah. And it auto-picked James Conner for me. And initially, I was just like, man, fuck.
1: Is he ever going to have I'm a season as this... good as last year?
0: I'm looking right now, and... He's the number one, the clear-cut number one. Chase Edmonds yeah. is gone. So I'm like, can he have a solid season? Like, I-, I think he may with no DeAndre Hopkins for eight weeks. They need James Conner to be really yeah. good.
1: The, the yeah, The opportunity will be there. That's kind of the way I look at it. The opportunity for him to be great will be there because he's going to get a lot of carries, he's going to get a lot, of, a lot of plays, but... The, at this point, it's just, does he do it again? I mean, he had an amazing season last year. It's tough to replicate. Maybe mm. he is that type of guy. If he replicates it, then he might be a five-time Pro Bowl or whatever, but yeah, if he, great if he, story too. I mean, yeah, amazing tired. story. I mean, he wanted to stay in Pittsburgh. Don't get me wrong, but it just wasn't working there. So uh-huh. he moves out to Arizona and he was a star last year. So.
0: Yep. Actually, I'll, I'll read off this team for you because it, it's very it's kind of interesting. I only ended up picking the, the back half of my draft, but I'm not I don't hate my team. So it auto picked my first four guys, five guys, six guys,
1: six yeah. guys, four, five, six, six
0: guys. Yeah. My first fucking six rounds auto picked. So it ended up taking Najee Harris.
1: With oh, the you six- still have a double running back there.
0: It took Najee Harris and then Jamar Chase. And then it went and it took Javante Williams. And then three
1: running backs like that. Is this a double flex league?
0: It's no, it's a one flex league with two running backs, two wide receivers.
1: Okay. And a kicker. So,
0: and a kicker. Yeah. So I have uh, Najee, Javante, Jamar, and James Conner. Um, then my quarterback is Lamar Jackson.
1: I like that. That's actually a pretty good team with Lamar now.
0: Um, and then you look, my tight end is Dallas Godair. There you go. I, I picked him. There you go. <laughs> I picked him late rounds, but those guys, all that I had mentioned, uh, I have Deontay Johnson as well. All of the starters aside from Dallas Godair were auto-picked. I didn't. That's
1: amazing because you auto-picked a better team than my team probably is. I mean, that that's a pretty good team. You have a quarterback I mean, it, who's gets- 10-man
0: league so there you go yeah you, get,
1: you got a receiver that's a star you've got a bunch of running backs that could be really good you've got a quarterback who's
0: my bench gets, guy, my bench so. gets a little shisty, i can't well, lie to you who cares i picked my bench. bench
1: that's for one week each that's what i, I picked say.
0: my bench and i took <clears throat> Brees hall rashad bateman Amon ra elijah moore
1: damn Amon ra's on your bench who's your other receiver you said
0: Deontay Johnson and Jamar Chase. Amon Ra right. could beat out Deontay. Amon Ra's
1: probably that Deontay, yeah. I, I, I really I could see Amon Ra's
0: going to have a great season. He's a wide receiver one. Yeah. It's it's going to be up for him this year, especially now Jared Goff trusts him. And Dan Campbell, I'm a Dan Campbell type of guy. I am he, too. He have he you cab, been watching like, any
1: of the hard uh, hard knocks?
0: I've been watching the highlights. Man. I can't say that I'm really too into I mean, like what goes on with the Lions. But, so hey, hey. If they're rocking and rolling, I mean, I'm oh, yeah. with Dan Campbell. He's eating kneecaps, and he's always coming out trying to compete. So I don't I don't yeah, mind I it. it. I respect it.
1: Yeah, We got Simo
0: like in the chat. What's going on, my boy? How we doing this morning? Um, Yeah, I, I'm not necessarily on the, the train that I think the lines are going to be good, but I think they're going to be way more competitive than anybody expects, and Amon Ra is going to have himself a fantastic season.
1: Oh, yeah, That's I think gonna be I agree with that. I, I wanted him. He was guy i just missed out on because i think did you pick him in our other league too i don't know i don't think i did somebody picked him and i was very upset about it i want to talk about there's
0: another guy i think that's not a sleeper but i think he's getting i I want to say the opposite of a sleeper because i'm expecting him to not have as good of a season and that's Mm -hmm. jalen waddle
1: yeah he got kind of screwed this off he got
0: screwed he Now, some people might think that he's going to be taking snaps out of the backfield in kind of a Debo Samuel role. But, man, he's not going to be receiving nearly as much targets, as much volume. It's going to drop
1: exponentially. Like,
0: I feel bad for him because he came into the league thinking, I'm going to go to Miami and I'm going to eventually be the wide receiver one yeah. down there.
1: And, and the like, guy
0: comes in the same build as him, just a little bit better.
1: And, and to a state, like, honestly... I want people in the comments, how good do you think Tua is? Because I think he's terrible. So I want to know how they didn't think, well, we could upgrade quarterback this year. Matt Ryan was available. That would have been an upgrade. There, there was a good amount of upgrades that could have possibly happened. They didn't draft the quarterback. I mean, their quarterback is no offenses to it. You suck. Like, you're, you're not an NFL guy. He was great in college. He was amazing. And he, hurt my, he broke my heart in college. But he is maybe... Bottom five of quarterbacks in the NFL right now, and now we're cute. throwing him
0: bottom five. Well, Who like stinks?
1: I think he's terrible. I think I he's mean, the wow. Think the most he's inaccurate really bad quarterback bad? I've seen. I mean, I mean I, yeah,
0: he. I think it's really going to come back to bite him. Did you see that one pass that people were actually flexing? Tua comes I mean, out, and
1: throws under through it,
0: under through it. Like if he, if that's Patty Mahomes, that's a touchdown.
1: I think well Jalen Hurts played what ten games. Jalen Hurts played what two seasons better yeah. than him. Yeah. I, like, I would put him in the bottom five, and that's being generous. Probably. Carson, Carson who would you rather on your team right now? Carson Wentz or Tua Tagovailoa. Probably would be a bad team anyway, but.
0: Wow. The fact You'd that. Probably stay Carson. I got I'm going Tua. Wow. But... Right, you stop. You stink. You... I don't know, man. I'm not. Tua's not
1: that... mid. Tua's worse than mid. Who is the level I think above Tua mid.
0: Is, I think Tua is mid. I think Tua is mid, and I think the only difference between Tua being mid and not absolutely awful is his somewhat ability to scramble. But I think that that's even like he might be mid.
1: Just, he he says, might be. Well, he might worse be worse than, than mid. mid. I, he's worse than mid. I don't think there's anything about Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, I think that's how you say his name. Is that interesting yeah, at all? I don't, like, and I literally when literal I say mid. this, I yeah. hated Tua in college. Like we go look the the national championship game up broke my heart but and i thought he was gonna be good but it, it, there's just something that's been about him since he came in college came out of college that's just he's not he doesn't fit that team either so i don't know yeah. i do i will say this oh we we'll got another, get his opportunity oh,
0: retro hockey says chase edmonds will save Tua. wow now that's From expecting what? a lot out of chase edmonds because that backfield also has Raheem Mostert in it? And I, I don't think Raheem Mostert's is just a slouch. I think Raheem, if he could stay healthy and give him the right opportunity, is a good What are they back. saving
1: him from? Getting cut? Because I still think he gets cut what at the is, end of the year.
0: <laughs> like Who is that bad, bro? I don't know. I if don't... he
1: has another season like last year, get the fuck oh, out of here. He's man. not on that I team mean, anymore. They got to find somebody in there. I mean, they had a great coach last here? year.
0: What's your, if you are the Dolphins, what do you do if you see Tua starting a... It
1: depends on what pick you have. I'd draft one. I, or wow, if, yeah. Like, his I mean, I know they season wanted,
0: was really underwhelming, they actually. They wanted Tom Brady
1: years ago. They didn't get Tom Brady. It happens. Um, But you miss out on guys. But th- uh, they uh, didn't make man. an effort this year to change. I mean, they changed coaches for no no reason. No
0: reason, no. There, yeah, there was no Brian reason Flores to fire. It was amazing. job.
1: They and then they, they keep him, and I love their head coach. Don't get me wrong, Mike McDaniel is gonna be an amazing head coach. I just don't think he should be there because I don't think Flores should get fired. But mm-hmm. I don't know, Matt Ryan was available, there was a good amount of Carson was available. They trust in
0: Tua. And I mean, looking at ESPN right now, there's st- so to his statistics last season 2,650 passing yards with 16 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. They're expecting him to take a leap this season, ESPN, from two thousand six hundred and fifty passing yards to three thousand nine hundred and eighty. No, to shot. go from sixteen touchdowns to twenty-six touchdowns with only three more Does interceptions. Does
1: Tyreek Hill really do this for somebody? No, I don't.
0: Yeah, that's what no. I'm really like. Wow, that's really generous. And. Uh, Man, I have a guy. I have a guy who
1: probably should be their quarterback right now, and he just signed a whatever deal to take less money to be a backup. Jimmy Garoppolo Jimmy would be a better player right now than Tua. They had a chance. For wow, Wilson. I think Jimmy G. Drew Locke would be about as equal to Tua as you could get. It'd be about equal. Making equal. Yeah, I'm being oh. dead serious right now. It'd be equal if they had Dreadl- Drew Drew Lock. I mean, that's that's how bad I think Tua is. Neither of them have a future over Tua. Yes. 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 Wow. Are you kidding I think me? Like to, but. Oh, dude. I don't know. I've never when seen When I said bottom five, plan, I'm starting to think he really... might be in the bottom three. <laughs> like, I'm wow. starting to look at. I'm looking at quarterbacks. Starting quarterbacks right now, Geno Smith is worse than him. Okay. Marcus Mariota is better than him. Mitchell Trubisky. I, was I would say, say, Trubisky. say they're like equal. They're, big, they're close. Jared Goff's a little bit better them. than him, right? So, uh, Mac Jones is better than him. Jacoby uh, Brissett's yeah, not Mac better Jones than him, but that doesn't count. Be better. He's better oh. than Davis Mills. I'll give him that. You're better than He's... Davis Mills. I don't know about Zach... that. You get uh, yeah. Mills Mafia in the right situation, he might be slinging rock. I think him and I think Zach Wilson's like at that same level as him. I think Zach, Wilson's Just Zach Wilson. Just because Zach Wilson hasn't taken the leap yet, although there's a lot of people that seem to be very. I'm they, high on Zach Wilson this season it's gonna happen. Oh <laughs> Yeah, they're just assuming Zach Wilson's going to take the leap next year. He hasn't even done it yet. And they, like, Kenny Pickett, just drafted. I'd take him over to right now. Kenny wow. Pickett just got drafted. Wow. Yes. That's how little I think tua is to And he's on a team in this league. And I'm not quite sure why. I don't know who has him. But I have... Nothing. There's nothing that shows me that. Tua. Let me like, ask
0: you: if you have to, if you have to build a, a squad for tomorrow's game, and you have the choice between Tua and Malik Willis,
1: just for one game, for one I, game, you got to uh, win this football game. For one, for one game, I got to take Tua just because he, yeah, he's, he's in the league. Game, yeah. yeah. I guess. In in my future, Malik Willis, one hundred percent. I think Malik Willis is going to be real. I don't know if you saw any of his preseason highlights. Oh yeah, he was snap guys legit. He man. was going,
0: he was going stupid. Um, But, yeah, I mean...
1: Jordan Love? No. Not a uh, a (laughs) shit.
0: I'm just... Like, it might... So, ESPN says it might be a saving grace for Tagovailoa considering that he has not been a fantasy factor thus far in his career. But adding a group that includes superstars Tyreek Hill and Teron Armstead might be his saving grace.
1: So, ESPN has him ranked 25th. 25th out of... Thirty-two, obviously. So, uh-huh. of the starters, so they they have them a little bit over bottom five, right? A little Jeez. bit. Jeez, yeah, but I guess. I, they I still guess have so. them close.
0: Yeah, that's still it's still really close. But man, so Tua stinker. That's what we're getting at this. Pretty season.
1: much. That might be the name of this episode. Yeah.
0: Gg. Tua, Tua is mid. He is the mids. All right. I think that's gonna wrap us for football talk because yeah. we be, we be flying through the football talk. Um, oh yeah. What do you want to? What do you want to get to next? Because we could talk RJ if you want real quick. We could We're talk quick, baseball. RJ, I
1: know you're excited all to right. talk about RJ.
0: I mean, I'm excited, but I'm not excited because I already like this is just the Knicks offseason is, you know, it, it is what it is at this point. I mean, we saw RJ get an extension, and for everybody that's saying, "Oh my God, RJ Barrett just got thirty million dollars a year," um, it's up to thirty million with incentives. Incentives being all NBA team all like an all-star appearance, those types of things. So let's not get all the Knicks overpaid because first off, he's a 22-year-old that averaged 26 points after the all-star break this past season. He needs some respect on his name. He's a solidified blue chip prospect since the day he stepped onto a middle school basketball court. The guy has been highly touted out of Canada. Steve Nash is the kid's godfather, for crying out loud. He is not just going to get money and bust he's not just going to go into this next year and suck so for guys like ed who who love to just pull out that old narrative that oh they're the knicks you know they're they're going to find a way to fuck it up it simply is not the case with rj barrett it's a new regime it's a new day in new york and a kid like that doesn't go from being the best in his class to just sucking it just doesn't it doesn't happen because he was over Zion Williamson in, you know, terms yeah. of uh, draft he was position the number... for a majority of that
1: season. And Until... he was the number one player in the country when Zion was number two.
0: Exactly. Until Zion started showing up with some nice windmill dunks, you know, jumping out the gym. RJ was that guy. And RJ, I still think, is that guy.
1: RJ uh, committed to Duke first.
0: RJ did commit to Duke first. RJ set the trend for that big three of two, him, yeah, those two. and Zion to come over. Yeah. And... Double R says, I don't mind the extension. New York took care of its own. And it's about time. You know, the Knicks can't do anything right. Because if they didn't extend him, then you hear, oh, the Knicks can never keep their guys. You know, the whole Charlie Ward curse that it's been 29 years since the Knicks extended anybody, you know, any of their first round picks. But then if they do sign him, now it's an overpay all of a sudden. I just, they can't win. And this was an entire chess piece moved by Leon Rose in terms of the Donovan Mitchell deal. And anybody that can't see that, I just don't know what to tell you at this point. They wanted RJ Barrett in the deal. And Leon Rose basically said, that's not happening. And So yeah. Danny Ainge said, all right, we're going to look elsewhere. He looked elsewhere for a couple of weeks, came back and said, hey, we can't find anything, but we still want RJ in the deal. What did Leon Rose do? He said, well, that's not happening. And to make sure it doesn't happen, I'm giving him this pay right now, right now. And yeah. they believe in RJ enough to give him that. And they're comfortable with not only giving him that, but still thinking that they can acquire Donovan Mitchell in the process of giving RJ that money.
1: So, yeah, that's that's kind of the question now, right? I mean, I expected uh, RJ to get the, the extension eventually. Anyway, you were going to extend him at the end of the year anyway. Why not just do it now, right? Yep. Do but, it now.
0: get the trade talk. get it yeah. get him out of the trade talks because that was never happening. Yeah, I don't that care was what type of never realistic. That Woj Woj that Shams put out that he was in there with two first well, rounders.
1: I just don't believe that. Yeah, something Woj put out right after sounded like a Utah hit piece if I've ever seen one, or maybe it was Washington because apparently they feel like they have something. Yes, I, I saw a, that as well. This is the tweet: The Jazz and Knicks can still find a pathway on a Donovan Mitchell trade, but it's just harder to do. Out of 179 NBA players who've had the poison pill restriction, only one, Devin Harris in 2008, was traded. First of all, don't even, I don't even know what the fuck the poison pill thing is. I don't want to go into it. I don't care. Um, Devin Harris was not anywhere it, near what Donovan amidst, Mitchell. Was like,
0: like it's just so,
1: that was Danny
0: Ainge just yeah. trying to slide some, you know, slide a nice twenty in in the pocket of Woj. Yeah, to
1: there's put a, out an article. There's. Donovan Mitchell will get legitimate value. Who was in the Devin Harris trade that had value? I don't know. I don't remember. So it's too valuable of a trade to really give a crap about a poison pill exemption. They can make the deal if they want to make the deal. If they don't, they don't. So I don't know. Everybody keeps saying the Wizards have this deal that they feel like they're firmly in it. Then get it done. Like If the, if the Jazz are talking to other teams, why haven't they taken a deal yet? Because exactly. they know in their heart... They're not getting what the Knicks can give them. So why are they putting everybody through this and making it so it's that difficult when They're we just burning know clock how it's going to end? Because they
0: want Quentin Grimes. They want Quentin Grimes and those first round picks. Double R says the only question with RJ is can RJ grow as the Knicks superstar or is his peak? this number two guy on a good team. I don't team. think
1: he has to be their superstar. They're going to get I don't one think somehow. So I don't
0: think he has to be the leading scorer. I think he could put up 20 points, 20 to 23 a game. And he, the difference is that RJ is giving you all de, all NBA type of defense on that other side. You could have that with him giving you 20 and I'll live with that completely, what, yeah. not expecting him to be a first option. You bring in a guy like Donovan Mitchell alongside another guard like Jalen Brunson, who are both solidified buckets. RJ what? doesn't even have to put his foot on the gas in terms of scoring that much. He could sit at the three-point line and just hang out if all he wa- if that's all he wants to do. Yeah. But he goes out and he guards the other team's best player night in and night out. And that's what makes him a franchise yeah. cornerstone in terms of you know being a young guy. The thing about the
1: NBA that kind of, no other sport has this. Why is it not okay to be the second best player on your team? Right? Jalen Brown takes it. He knows. He knows Jason Tatum's the best. Okay. Now that the, now that RJ That's Barrett's there. That's
0: a great comparison there, too, right? actually.
1: Now that RJ Barrett's there, they know. They've got, their, they're attractive now. They were, ne- the problem with the Knicks, the reason they could never get a free agent. They were like the least attractive organization in sports. They had nobody. They were starting Pablo Prigioni years ago. And I remember watching him because he looked like my middle school history teacher. He's a I I Yeah. Good guy. But they were starting him. That's why they weren't attractive. Now you think the Knicks aren't attractive. Now they've got RJ Barrett. They're trying to get Donovan Mitchell. You think that won't attract somebody else there? If yeah. they can make it work. Julius for Randall,
0: I promise Julius Randle is not going to be a long-term piece of yeah, this team so beyond problem. I- I'm going to say the new year. I'm yeah, telling you. I agree Come with you. He's, January, big, he's I, not going to be on the
1: team. I can't believe he made it through this offseason. I I thought yeah. he'd be wearing a Kings uniform by now.
0: Uh I just want to highlight because we got a comment here from Sam on YouTube. Should I trade Aaron Jones for Cam Akers and Antonio Gibson? Now I don't think so.
1: No. I don't Cam think Akers so. is going to be eased in the just... first few weeks. Yep, And, and Antonio, Antonio Gibson Gibson's had not, a really rough camp. If you Yeah. And he's not,
0: Brian Robinson stuff. is the, the RB one back. And there, they've got so JD I McKissick would, back. So yeah, I'm not, yeah, touching there's him a lot him. by committee for, for them. And you know, Aaron, Aaron Jones, you know like, what we're getting out of him. Yeah, you know, a lot of people might be back. high on AJ Dillon going into this season, but Aaron Jones is going to be catching so many passes yeah. out of the backfield that if you're running a PPR league, I love Aaron Jones. In terms of you know giving you those receiving yards at the running back spot i pushed
1: for him but couldn't get i would
0: i would keep that sam i don't think that you need to push for you know uh, if that was somebody coming to you for that trade then they're probably just trying to rob your socks
1: yeah yeah i think that that's that's about how i'd put it aaron jones is going to be basically our second receiver at this point he's going to
0: be getting a lot of volume and if your other running back is solid enough to you know keep keep them on the, the the starting roster still I would stick with what you got yeah. but yeah. yeah RJ in terms of I mean it's just it's a new day and the the big the big mid three of Randall RJ and Brunson is going to be RJ Brunson and Spida come you know November because Randall is uh-huh. not part of this team and what I do want to say is that one of my good friends uh Chris is, um, I love
1: following him on Twitter. I want He's, to, he's I want a to great
0: play. guy. And he, he is. is so knowledgeable of basketball. And he has been blessed with a lot of sources. Mm. And I will say that he he let us know. Um, basically, so I, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without name dropping anybody in the Knicks front office. Um, they had basically met with him. A couple of the guys, a, a few higher ups of the Knicks had met with Julius Randle and told him. Going into this summer that, look, we're going to either try and find a new home for you or you need to take a step back and accept that you aren't the leader of this team going into next season. And that not only is the offense going to be revolving around R.J. Barrett, Jalen Brunson and, you know, whoever they might acquire. Mm -hmm. But we still want you if you're interested to be a part of this, but just kind of on that, you know, side piece of it, because he thought he was LeBron last season. Oh, you know, yeah. he, the Knicks got the fourth seed, and Julius Randle came into 2021 thinking that he was just LeBron taking isolations. Yeah. I mean, that it was disgusting product all season from him.
1: He was never meant to be a number one in the NBA, so I, I hope that that's kind of been drilled into him. He's a, he's a good player, but he's not that guy, and also his, his salary is a little high, obviously, but that, that's just what happens when you have that good of a season. I agree. I, I don't think I don't think Julius Randle makes it past December with them. Maybe in a, a lot like Jimmy Butler a few years ago got traded in November. I could see that happening. But like I said, th- this this Knicks team's a lot more attractive than they ever have been. And uh if you have a if you're a lower market team and you have a free agent coming up, I'd be afraid of losing So.
0: Yeah absolutely absolutely well i think that's going to wrap up our basketball talk because we got a couple yeah. mb mlb, we couple
1: MLB picks we're going to talk bets because idea.
0: obviously this is the money line madness podcast we're going to end yes, off sir. with some money makers because the boys are back at it and ready to cash out mlb split, can't lie to you looking a little pretty shitty going into uh going into tonight but that doesn't mean that there isn't money to be made and uh big night for you guys i mean coming off of yesterday the Mets.
1: Tough loss. Tough, tough loss, tough loss, but no shame in losing to the now 90 and 37.
0: Say, Meekville said it best. I don't know if you, like, you saw his tweet last night, but he said, look, you know, you could be mad about giving up, you know, that, that hit to Gavin Lux, sure, but losing overall to a team like the Dodgers, one of the best teams right now looking in baseball history, yeah. you just can't You can't be too upset I'd about like it.
1: I'd like to win one in this series. That's all I'm looking at. And here.
0: tonight you're looking at that. Jacob yeah. DeGrom on the mound. You're at City. Timmy Trumpets back. He's Dude, looking to actually play the, the turn of the year. Tonight. Let's go. I mean, let's let's rock and roll. So with that being said, I'm taking the Mets tonight to not only score first but also win the game. And obviously, Jacob DeGrom on the mound always saturates the money line a little bit. Oh yeah. But right now, the Mets to score first and win comes in at plus one thirty. I really like that because I think the Mets they're they're a good team at the end of the day too. The Dodgers are good, but the Mets are right there. In terms of runs being produced, so I think tonight they figure out a way to to get this one, especially with Jake on the mound. So I'm going to take them to score first and win at plus
1: 130. I I agree with you 100. I the only thing I have in this game that that's probably a little risky is the under. I have under six and a half. I think this is like a two one three two game. Like wow, this is
0: like yeah, six and a half like... is a low low
1: number too. So <laughs> yeah, to but you've got. You got the grom was a two fifteen ERA. Who finally, and I think Gary Cohen said it last night. I think he said the governor is going to be taking off of him. I don't know what the hell that means. I think the, he's not going to be held back anymore. By there's DeGrom. no I holds think. barred. Jake yeah, Jake it's slinging all Jake tonight. tonight. Yep, Sling Rock, if you will. Um, he could
0: throw one hundred and twenty pitches but, tonight. Yeah, he could right.
1: throw uh, maybe not one hundred and twenty, but hundred. He hasn't even hit hundred yet. I'd like to see him at a hundred seven innings. Give me seven. Get it to Adavino and let's go. Like, um, yeah. but. Uh, Degrom's strikeouts also. I have tonight over eight and a half. I can't believe that they're leaving it at under nine. At under nine at this point, every start is amazing. He he strikes out everybody, and the Dodgers have Gallo, Bellinger. Muncy, they all strike out. I mean, Muncie doesn't really chase much, but he still strikes out his, his fair you're getting share.
0: A, you're getting four strikeouts yeah. from Belly Gallo. Yeah. So, that's, so was, that's that right
1: there. That he, he, four strikeouts? If he faces Gallo three times, I t- I guarantee you Gallo doesn't make more than a foul tip. Like, I, I don't think he could physically do it. <laughs> and Bellinger, too, because they, they have such high swings. But yeah, yeah I, so I've got the under. I've got Jake over eight and a half. And uh, I'm going to go Gavin Lux to get a hit wow it's it's actually plus 100 he had three i think he had three hits on me hit yeah two. he did so he had a couple of hits off i know he's facing jacob de but he's a lefty he could get a nice little uh a nice little through the whole knock against jake and uh that's plus money. So hey, right, why not right. so that's okay, yeah. the three i have that's that's baseball tonight i think all eyes are on queens right now
0: they are they there absolutely are um I just want to say the Heen dog bump day is really uh, just insane. <laughs> oh. I can't, I can't Dude. get over the fact that that guy is still out there, a starting well, pitcher for a team.
1: One thing impressive, the Mets kind of hit him. I'll give him that. Marte and Canna hit rock. I mean, if you saw Canna's homers, Canna's been on the ball. You. Dude, I like Canna. I like Canna. Canna's two eighty hitter now, so over. Yep, hard nosed guy, under guy up, for so sure. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I got another pick for you tonight. I rode these guys on Monday and they cashed me out as well. And that's the Minnesota Twins. I took them with oh, Dylan yeah. Bundy on the mound then, and I am taking them tonight with John Ryan on the mound. And, hey, the money line comes in at minus 135 against an absolutely awful Red Sox team. So they got Michael Waka, and I'm just not intimidated by anything the Red Sox have to throw out right now.
1: No, I, I want to say if Jared Carabas could somehow hear this, God bless you, man. I mean, if you go on Twitter and you follow him, he, he live tweets every game. Yep. Man, when they hit that grand slam, Nick Gordon hit a grand slam, make it seven to four last night. It, I saw the heartbreak on Twitter, and yeah. you hate when you see that on Twitter. It just heartbreak. Absolutely, it's, the Red Sox are.
0: I mean, I love to see it from from well, terms of a Yankees, you know, standpoint. As long as they're not playing us, I mean, I love to see it.
1: Nice <laughs> I little... I hate to see just like the heartbreak happen in live. I've I felt it before as a Mets fan. I know what it feels like. To put your bullpen in, and immediately the game is over.
0: I also want to specify that it was it was Joe Ryan, not John Ryan. I, I got the, the generic,
1: you know, two first <laughs> names mixed yeah, there's only mixed two, up there. There's only two Did... first names that are Joe if you're – are yeah. Jay if you're – I mean, what if his name was Justin? I was going to say something else, but I decided not to put uh, <laughs> another word after I that. I got
0: uh, – all right. I got Yankees tonight going up against the Angels once again. Yankees money line. Garrett Cole on the mound. Coming in at mi- minus one ninety five, the Yankees haven't been playing their best baseball as of late, so I think that's why the number is what it is. But with Garrett Cole on the mound, it's always a little, you're feeling a little yeah. bit more confident. And at the end of the day, the Angels still stink. So I'm going to be rocking with that the Yankees money line at minus one ninety five. And yeah, let's
1: let's take that one to yeah. the bank. I'll say that the future AL MVP will be on the field. The question is, what uniform is he wearing? <laughs> that's pretty much all that the question is. Yeah yeah
0: G- ggs for that one i got one more for you if you're yeah. if you're ready for it and this one's a little bit of a, a sleeper potentially because we had talked about this game prior to recording and that is the orioles and guardians oh, now yeah. this one has some playoff implications now neither of these teams i don't think are going to be making noise come playoff. you online. don't
1: think you don't think baltimore's holding that, uh, that commissioner's hey, trophy at the end of the uh,
0: year a little cinderella run from adley rushman maybe they get uh john means back for a postseason just throwing with his dude he's ambidextrous and all of a sudden he starts throwing lefty hey i'm with it but i'm gonna be taking orioles money line tonight and that comes in at plus 145 and i think for the value of it i'm gonna be throwing half a unit just because i really don't trust the guardians like that to win a ball game i know they got tristan mckenzie on the mound but at home he just isn't the same type of guy so he really thrives in those midday road games and I'm just not I'm not with it. So I'm gonna be riding with the Orioles tonight and we're gonna be taking taking the O's oh, yeah. at plus one forty five.
1: I like it. I like it. I said that that's a that's actually doesn't look like it's a good game on paper, but it is a good game. That those are two postseason teams right now. So Hell I could yeah. uh I could see that being a world uh, uh ALCS matchup, right? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's ride with the O's. Hell yeah, let's ride. O's you got country, anything else ride. for me? No, I'm good. I got everything uh everything out dope. Talked a yeah, lot of Tua shit today and that We made did. Me we very talked a happy.
0: lot of a lot of shit in general. A lot of oh, shit in general. Touching on a to. lot of bases. A lot of bases. Ooh. Well, I think that's gonna wrap us for today. Yes, uh, nice little hour and five minute episode. Wow. That might be the long are... it's
1: gotta be the longest. Although we had some long ones up in the beginning when we were recording out in a CSB, but I think we, we, had a long we did
0: one. but these ones, yeah th- those were unintentionally long because we didn't necessarily know what we were doing yet. But now these yeah, are we know unintentionally what we're doing long. Now. Just because we got the, you know, we got all the comments, and I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Oh, absolutely! We're rocking and rolling over here, and we're gonna keep up the momentum all through the postseason in baseball, all through the basketball preseason, and obviously for that. Dude, March Madness
1: is gonna be insane here. I just wanna let you know. I think you and I are doing brackets. Yeah,
0: Yeah, we got now that we got a year of experience under our belts. We're gonna be we're gonna be back and ready to rock. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. Double R, thank you as always for tapping in, sir. Sam. Retro Hockey, Simo, Nigel, anybody else that was in here. We appreciate all the comments. Thank you all for rocking with us. And the MLM boys will be back come Friday morning. Yes, sir. We'll catch you then and have a good day. Peace. Let's go Mets.